Welcome to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. And I'm Erica. And today we have a bonus episode for the months of May, which is hauntings. We are talking about dead silence. It's so sad that we are closing May hauntings with this movie. With this dud of a movie? This dead movie. (laughs) interpret my silence for one moment there you go okay crickets anyone well before we get started what are you drinking this morning i am having a nice coffee because it is very hot with a splash of salted caramel and almond milk what about you well i know it's hot but i like my morning coffee to be hot so i am having a mocha coffee with cream very well not very exciting just how we no, feel not about really. this I mean, movie <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much which should make for an interesting conversation all right so you, do you want to read the plot of this award-winning movie after his wife meets a grisly end jamie ashen returns to their creepy hometown of raven's fair to unravel the mystery of her murder Once there, he discovers the legend of Mary Shaw, a murdered ventriloquist whose eerie presence still looms over the town. As he desperately digs for answers, Jamie encounters the curse that took his wife's life and threatens his own. Sounds much better on paper, doesn't it? Yeah, you pretty much beat me to that punchline because that sounds a lot better than what this piece of shit movie is. Damn. Yes, yes, yes. I I said I said that and I went there. You Go went ahead. there. Yeah. I remember watching this at the theater and then at home mm-hmm. with with Juan, one of our recurring guests on here. And I remember liking it at the time, but you know, not now. I mean, <laughs> I I think the story is good, like the plot, right? Mm-hmm. It makes it sound like a really fun and good, potentially good haunting story, but it's the acting. It's the acting, I think, and just the effects, and it looked like a set. There's just a lot wrong with it. Yeah. I did I, jump a lot, so at least it did. gave me that. <laughs> I I will give you that, that you did jump, and you did deaden my uh, left ear more so than it already has problems in hearing, so thank you for that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. But that was about it. It had potential. It could have been better. You said that I watched this and nothing in this movie, nothing was familiar to me. So I must have put it into that area of my brain where it's like, yep, you're not having a memory of this ever in your life. Not even a tickle. You probably didn't like it then either. Probably. I don't remember. And and that takes me to movie facts. And I can understand the critics score, <laughs> but I do not understand the audience not in this one. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 20% and the audience gave it 51. Come on, audience. That's pretty high. That I gotta is high. say. That is high. We um, have seen... Go ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go. We have seen better horror movies and they've gotten worse audience scores than this, at least to us. Yeah, I agree. I um, 
I, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I, that's all I'm going to say. That's it. <laughs> this was released, 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 released on March 16th of 2007. Wow. That is old. That is old. It's not as old as Saw. Right. But it's old. Mm-hmm. Budget of 20 million and it grossed 22.4 million. So barely oh. made back what it wow what it cost and, and i have to ask what the hell did they spend 20 million on i don't know because it's not like they had a big cast you know yeah. i i don't know good question this was directed by none other than james wan and written by lee wennell wennell never know how to pronounce that last name and it's it's the, the dynamic duo again which i i'm disappointed in this yeah very much so and for those that don't know lee either it's wenel or wenel yeah is what is it and andrew in saw adam adam Adam. there you go it's an a word in in the very first (laughs) saw movie adam so yeah yeah Uh, and they've worked together on insidious this i'm surprised he didn't show up in this movie unless he did and i just didn't notice oh that's true Hmm. I have one fun fact and I okay. called it while we were watching the movie. I honestly couldn't find anything else. And to be honest, I didn't. You look... didn't put the time into it. No, not really. Because <laughs> I just it is what it is. I'm actually surprised by what I'm reading in the outline. I don't I I must have been so anti this movie. Yeah. That I did not notice this. And this is something I would have noticed under normal circumstances. <laughs> Go ahead. The music is composed by Ch- Charlie Clouser, who worked with Trent Reznor on Nine Inch Nails. He composed the music for the Saw franchise and American Horror Story. And as the movie was playing, I did mention this music sounds a lot like Saw. You mentioned that when we were watching it? Yes. <laughs> wow, that really shows you how disengaged I was. Damn, mom. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah, that is rough, isn't it? It is. It's pretty bad. That's all right. That's all right. So that explains why that sounds that way. And it it has that industrial sound like mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails. And that explains Saw and even American Horror Story, how the intro oh, yeah. to that show is. It's yeah. very industrial, creepy kind of music. So I've always loved the intros and the music in um, American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Since the very beginning, I always found it highly disturbing, yeah, creepy, eerie. And um, yeah, I see some Reznor type nod mm-hmm. in there. So anyway, I thought that was a fun fact. But yeah. Now we can dive into movie observations, which mm-hmm. let's meet our fabulous cast of characters. Sure. We have Jamie Ashen. He is the main character. Uh, Ella Ashen, who is his pregnant wife. Detective J- Jim Lipton. And that is the only notable person in this movie, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> yep. Um, Edward Ashen, who is the father of Jamie Ashen. He's mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. It's important to note that for later. Henry Walker, who is the old man at the funeral home. Uh, Lisa Ashen. I don't even remember who that is. Is that the new wife? I think so, yes. <laughs> okay. 
uh, and Mary Shaw, who is the, you know, legend ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. And her doll is Billy, the creepy puppet doll, which I will at least say the puppet. That puppet is always creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. I will say that. I like yeah. I wouldn't want it. Um, and, and and we had a surprise appearance by Steven Tyler. What? <laughs> oh, Steven Taylor. Okay. <laughs> like, what? How did I miss that? I know. I'm just <laughs> kidding. When okay. I first saw that, I my eyes did not see the the, the a, a, and I saw Tyler. And you're like, what? How did I miss him? Exactly. <laughs> Even if he was playing an old hag, it would work. Oh, yeah, I said that. I went there. Oh, that's rude. It's I know, true, but I, I love Aerosmith, but it is true. <laughs> it is true. Uh, and there's other like uh, characters, but these are your main. I mean, really, the other characters were non-events, as you like to say. Yes. That, that's you. You're the non-event lady. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. We open this movie with a couple that are, well, actually... Jamie, who is our main character, doesn't know that his wife is pregnant. At least that's the impression I got Mm -hmm. later in the movie. Yes, because, well, actually, it's not even later. When he leaves the apartment, she's like standing in front of a mirror, if you remember. And she's like making believe that she has a baby bump. But it made it. Did you remember that? I do remember that. But when it gets brought up later it seems like he didn't know because no oh i'm sorry i misunderstood what yeah no i yeah. don't think he knew i think she was gonna spring it on him like a surprise yeah i agree or maybe yeah. she didn't know either like maybe she was just hoping and she was just like maybe they've been trying and this is her way of you know oh let i want to see what i look like with a baby bump right and um yeah. so she may not have known either i don't know it the point is it's not addressed but it's important for later right. that she is pregnant. They get a random right. package with no name, no return address, and it's a doll. It's a pup, one of those old school, I call it Twilight Zone puppet dolls because that's how I first <laughs> kind of saw this doll ever. In a Twilight Zone episode, really? Yeah. It was oh, freaky wow. too. Yeah. And I think the doll was evil in that episode too. It made like some kid fall down the stairs and then it freaked me out. I thought I was going to fall down the stairs when I was a kid and die. Mm, because, because we had a ventriloquist doll in the house, right? Yeah, but we, no, but we had stairs. So <laughs> I thought maybe that doll would come and get me somehow. You know how kids imaginations just run wild, especially when you're scared. They do. <laughs> you think <laughs> Jamie goes to pick up some takeout. Why didn't you just get it delivered at this point? Like, if he would have never left, maybe this would have never happened. Did they have takeout in 2000? <laughs> or delivery? I'm sure they yeah. did. They didn't well, have I'm Uber. Sure did. I'm sure they did. They did. Anyway, he wanted to save on some delivery fees. Mm-hmm. But I bet he wonders if I would have just paid for delivery, my wife would be alive. Because she dies while he's out she getting sure this does. takeout. And it's the doll. This Billy doll is the killer of people or brings upon the spirit of Mary Shaw. Mm -hmm. But before he goes to get the takeout, Jamie and what's her name? Lisa. Uh Uh-huh. They talk about the legend of Mary Shaw. They both know this. Apparently it's from their hometown Mm -hmm. that she was wrongly killed. The ventriloquist and the doll is 
what the like don't scream do you know because i'm lost <laughs> well to the legend. i know there's there's part of the 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 song and i am not gonna sing it is that mm-hmm. if you scream she will get you right i mean how the hell you could avoid screaming looking at that piece of work is beyond <laughs> me okay well i guess that's the point is that right how could you control get like you. you would lose you would have been dead the first time around oh yeah i said it too i go i would definitely die in this situation yeah because you'd be screaming like there's no tomorrow yeah yeah and he the puppet i guess has super strength as well mm-hmm. and comes to yep. life because he displays he leaves her displayed on the bed covered yeah. with a sheet with and her, her mouth yeah her tongue's ripped out Right. And her mouth is like super wide, wide open. open. Like you know, he's really creative. He's pretty strong too. That I mean, clearly. <laughs> he's like Superman or super super trist. I don't know, whatever. Super trist. <laughs> super I like that. How's that? Super um, trist. Yeah. Yeah. Try saying that a couple of times. <laughs> no. Peter Piper picked a pepper. No. Nope. That's enough. <laughs> I, I, is it okay i'm not getting into that one um yeah he, and she she let's say that just because it's going to come into play later he leaves her covered with a sheet for what's his name jamie jamie name? to find yeah. her jamie mm-hmm. to find her and reveal her and there she is ta-da of course the police show up and because that's just the way things roll um, he is the prime suspect. Well, I mean, he is the last one to see her alive. Mm-hmm. And it looks weird, right? I can I could I can side with the police on this one. It looks suspect. Yeah, but it's very bizarre. Like, why the hell would a husband do this in particular and not draw attention to it to get himself in jail? You I know. know what I mean? I don't know. Anyway, and this is where we meet the incredible actor, Donnie Wahlberg. (laughs) Who, of course, plays a cop. And I think he plays a cop on a show on TV as well, which is just just funny. Like, how that goes full circle. (laughs) So obviously the cop doesn't believe Jamie. And when Jamie looks, he goes back to the apartment, even though it's an active crime scene. I don't think you can go back, but... He goes back and he steals the doll evidence. Okay, on the doll, it says Mary Shaw or something in the box that hints that this this does have to do with Mary Shaw. And Jamie Mm -hmm. decides to go back to his hometown of Raven's Fair, which is also wrong because he's under investigation. And now you can go on your rant about Raven's Fair. It's like the most it's the stupidest name. Why? I mean, come on. You're going to give like a quote unquote creepy name to a horror movie town. I mean, come on. Not even Scream did that. It's Woodsbury or Burrow or whatever the hell it is. Damn, mom. Woodsboro. Yeah, Woodsboro. What about Sleepy Hollow? Well, but that already existed. That's different. There's some class behind this, but that doesn't even roll off the tongue right. Raven's Fair. (laughs) <laughs> like ravens are having fairs it sounds very uh it actually reminds me of a renaissance festival name okay it does not like, belong here 
like it would be a booth at a youth fair or at a renaissance fair where you would get uh-huh. um what's that called elephant ears right i can see that all right yeah fine. it has a comical it's vibe. ridiculous it's absurd okay what's his name Wanel, Wanel, lee whatever no oh it's all right we'll give him a slide this time can you really tell that i dislike this movie yes we can get through this episode don't worry <laughs> We will make it out alive and not in silence. Okay. Anyway, so he gets to this, he gets to this town and it looks like Jamie comes from money because he goes to visit his estranged father. Like they're both estranged from each other. Mm -hmm. And it's this big house. I mean, it's a manor. Oh yeah. You said it. Oh, look, a manor. It's beautiful. I will say, and I think I said this in Insidious and I'll say it again now. At least James Wan and company, you know, his set design, they always choose really pretty houses. Beautiful houses. Now, going on that, is that maybe something subliminal of there is horror in beauty? Could be because they all have the same style somewhat, except for The Conjuring because it's an older home, but it's all wood and it's still a beautiful home in general. Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, do you want to live in these homes because they are haunted or hold secrets that we don't know about? Exactly. There is. That's the correlation is that beauty underneath that beauty is something really horrible, like Mary Shaw. Maybe I'll never move into a house like that now. So now you're going to go live in a cold, austere, modern home. I can't do that. I'll take I know you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay. They meet up with the dad and he's in a wheelchair oxygen tank and he's remarried, seems like, to this very young girl. And the dad looks very sickly, like he looks weird. He looked weird from the very beginning. And I didn't I forgot to mention it while we were watching it, maybe because I just didn't care. (laughs) Um, But his face, there was some veining under his right eye that looked weird. Yeah. Like very blotchy skin. And I don't mm-hmm. mean like when you get older, you do tend to get more blotchier skin. This yeah. just didn't seem right. There was yeah. a pallor to his face that made him look weird. And I'm mentioning it this because if you haven't seen this amazing movie, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you, you know, at the end. So. There you go. <laughs> but he does look suspect. The the new wife is all is all like, hey, um, trying to be all welcoming and shit. Mm-hmm. And we find that he he painted out his ex-wife. Yes. Out of photos. Out of photos. Well, not just one, but all of them. Apparently he's yeah. had many wives. I think. Mm-hmm. She's the third. This lady is the third or fourth. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Her name is but, Ella, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. Ella, Schmella, whatever. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> he, this old man has painted all his wives out. Like, what the hell is wrong with him? Did we ever, I mean, was there a reason for that? Or was it her? Or did she have them painted out? Who? Mary Shaw? No. Or no. Ella? Ella. No, because 
um, he was telling Ella the story. Oh, be careful. You might be painted out of the next picture because they oh, show a picture of her and the old man. Oh, I was trying to add more twist th- that there yeah. isn't. There is no twist. Come on. I mean, there is when we yeah. get there. Yeah. OK. Mm hmm. Yes. So beware that you get painted out is basically they have this very the whole thing is awkward. The whole conversation, the acting like it's just awkward. And (laughs) Jamie runs off to the funeral home to arrange for uh, Lisa's funeral. And my comment to this, this is just in general, has nothing to do with the movie is Mm -hmm. it's it's terrible, right? Your your loved one just died. And now Mm -hmm. you have to pick out a box for them to be in for all eternity. Like they just died. Yeah. And you're asking these questions. What box do you want? Mm-hmm. Meaning coffin, but it's just so awkward. And I, I don't know too soon, but then you can't wait that long because obviously it's a body and you have to make these decisions. But from personal experience. Yeah. When my parent passed away, my dad was the first. Having to go into the funeral home and discuss the service and what was going to be done and all that stuff. And then going in to literally a showroom of mm-hmm. coffins is the most disturbing thing that I think in that type of situation that I've ever encountered. I literally walked yeah. into a showroom of coffins. It was disturbing because at the very front were very small coffins. And that oh. really just like blew my mind, like child, child size coffins. Yes. Right. And then they had these grander, the further back into the room they got, the mm-hmm. grander they became. And at one point I actually started laughing <sighs> because I'm like, who is this really for? Who gives a fuck if it has this or that? Right. Person's dead. Yeah. I mean more for the family, I think. It is more for the family, but to <clears throat> what to what ex at what expense? And it is quite an expense. Mm-hmm. But going to your point, it is very disturbing to have to do that when you're in the middle of grieving either a, an upcoming death because you know you're getting prepared because it's going to happen or immediately right after. Those are such hard decisions that you have to make at the last minute that are sad because you don't have a moment to grieve. So there's my rant on that. And I, I feel like, and this happens not just in this movie or it happens in any movie where they have a funeral home situation. It feels like a car sale. It is a car sale. Oh, do you want the mahogany with the satin lining yeah. or do you uh-huh. want the oak wood? It's like, what? This, is, this isn't a car. This is know? where I actually started laughing at the funeral home. Did they when look she, at you weird? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure they're used to it. I'm be, well, I probably I'm going to attribute it to nerves. Yeah. And then my own sense of humor, because in my head, I'm thinking, who cares? <laughs> does it make? Right. Who cares? Yeah, because she was doing literally that. This one comes with a satin and velvet, and this has this kind of handle on it, and it's made of this. And I'm, I was like, what? Right. What? And it's a mental thing, right? Because it's it's your loved one going in this box forever. So you you think right they should be adorned while they're decomposing. Yeah. 
I mean, because literally that's what's happening. So what's the point of having that luxurious (laughs) interior? It's going to stink up hell. I'm sorry. It's true. And I just, that's why I tell you just burn me to a fucking crisp. Okay. None of this funeral shit for me. Okay. I don't want any of that. Wow, you put it I've on gone, a podcast episode. I have put it on the podcast because if anybody ever contested this, here it is. And I am of sound mind <laughs> and body. Questionable sometimes, but... Okay. <laughs> the mind part. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, thanks for letting me know. Well, an episode. I mean, I, an episode. There you go. <laughs> okay, we are now really... that we went on that rant. Yes, let's, let's reel it in. Bag reel it up, back. Carrie. Really back. But you can, I will say, Jamie did have that look on his face, like over, not over, maybe overwhelmed is the word, just like, I can't believe this is happening mm-hmm. kind of thing. I mean, it's his wife and it's, it's, it's a tough situation, right. right, to be in. So he's talking to this Henry guy. And I think Henry, so Henry also, this is the funeral home mm-hmm. owner. He has a wife, her name is Marion, who is senile. And right. she has like this bird. It looks, I'm assuming it's a fake bird. I don't know if it's like a taxidermy bird that she carries around with her and talks to it. Is it a uh, raven? I think it, uh, get it? <laughs> Raven's fair. Yeah. Anyway. So clever, James Wan. Oh, so clever. Don't be too mean because he has great movies and not everything can be great. Okay. Be nice. Sure. (laughs) I refuse. Not for this movie. But Marion warns Jamie that Mary Shaw's spirit is dangerous and Mm -hmm. urges him to bury Billy the dog. Right. Of course, I'm sure Jamie's like, okay. Uh, Nobody ever believes anybody when they say that, right? Would you? Would you believe this if you were in that situation? If I had that creepy ass doll, I would do anything to get rid of it. Mostly, I would set it on fire. Yeah. Because it's going to come back no matter where I put it. Even if I threw it into the Everglades and hoped that would be polluting, but hope that the gators think it's real and rip it apart, it would still somehow come back. I think that once you incinerate something, that's pretty final. I think you should take a sledgehammer or an axe and, you know, pulverize it and then burn it just to okay. be like extra okay. sure. I, I'm going to agree with you because, yeah, okay, that works. We get the backstory of Mary Shaw from Henry, mm-hmm. uh, the mortician guy. He tells Jamie that she was a famous and popular ventriloquist, but she was publicly humiliated by a young boy. Mm-hmm. At one of her shows, his name right. was Michael. He called her out saying that he could see her lips moving during the show. But wait, wait, Billy, he was right. She wasn't that great. <sighs> oh, shit. Be careful. She's going to come she... after you today. That's fine. Let her. I'll, I'll get her with one of my paintbrushes. Okay. <laughs> You'll paint her out. I'll paint her out. Anyway, <laughs> he was right. She yeah. was moving her lips. I mean, she was a shitty ventriloquist. I'm sorry, she was. I mean, I can't do it, so I can't say shit. Don't come at me, Mary Shaw. I'm already scared as it is. Please don't make this worse. She is scary looking. She We're is gonna- scary looking. Look, my lips are not moving. Oh. <laughs> nice try. 
Nice try. <laughs> You're really tempting fate here. Uh, come at it. Let's go. Well, so she she's scary. Okay, she it's is scary. the same thing along those lines of the woman in black and the scary old lady from Insidious. Yeah. So I guess I haven't. Let's add it to the list, the laundry list of issues I have. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's just like this creepy old lady dressed in black with a distort with great makeup that makes her look very evil and sinister. And then and very all she pale. needed very pale. All she needed was the veil, like the mm-hmm. one in Insidious. But right. it's something about that appearance that really etches into my mind that. When I wake up to go to the bathroom at night, I wonder if she's in the corner kind of okay. thing. Okay. So I have a question for you. I'm afraid to answer. What if when <laughs> I get really old, I oh, look God. like that? I don't know. I'm going to have to put a mask on you. <laughs> or like I'll print a life, a head size picture of you looking uh-huh. normal. Okay. And that's your mask. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Good to know. I I mean, you're not evil. I don't think you're going to look like this. These are all evil people. I know, but what if that happened? I don't know. I'd probably be scared (laughs) of you. And then knowing you, you would scare me somehow. Oh, I would. I would go out of my way to freak you out. I'd show up at the foot of your bed at night and just stare at you. That's not okay. Give me my house key back. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Mary Shaw got her revenge basically with this kid because she was humiliated. He disappeared mm-hmm. right from the town, and the town blamed her and they killed her. They basically went on a witch hunt and killed her. Yes. And apparently, yeah. her last wish was to have her body turned into a doll and buried with her 101 dolls now who are her children right because here is the actual verse i found it while we were talking okay here we go be and it's important for this incredible movie (sighs) that we're talking a lot about i must say yes beware the stare of mary shaw she had no children only dolls and if you see her do not scream or she'll rip your tongue out at the theme. You see, I I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's the execution of the movie that and, and we know how bad execution can really ruin things, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> Henry, when he was a child, because obviously it's it, this mortician life is passed down from father to father, apparently. Mm-hmm. And and for Henry, he saw right her dead body turned into a dummy because that was her last wish as you said and his dad complied can you imagine doing that to a body no it looked really scary i I mean i thought it looked pretty good yeah because the kid goes into the uh, morgue of the funeral home Mm -hmm. i think that's what it's called whatever yeah. Um, <laughs> and he tiptoes up to the coffin or the box or whatever the hell mm-hmm. she's in. And he I guess he he holds on to the side. Right. Or something like that to look. Yeah. Over. To look leaning in. Yeah. And then it just flips over and she falls out the dead body and lands on the floor on her side. And the lights start to flicker. 
right? Mm, yes. And it was light or was it lightning? I don't remember. I think it was lightning. It was raining. Yes. Okay. Yes. And all of a sudden she see he sees that she's alive-ish as a weird, scary looking doll. Yeah. I mean, it. listen, even as an adult, it was the makeup is really well done. I thought it, it aged well. It looked scary, especially with the whole lightning yeah. coming in and out. It gave it mm-hmm. a good creepy effect. Yeah. So they did, you know, convert her into right. a doll. We also find out that Mary Shaw was killed by Jamie's great uncle. Right. So the Ashen family were responsible for this. Mm-hmm. So they lynched her and as part so this is why she seeks revenge right for the screaming because the Ashen family forced her to scream and they silenced her by cutting out her tongue. So now she, this is why she is vengeful with the screaming situation. She has issues clearly. I mean I think she took this a little bit too far. I mean, really? You think? You, I don't know. I think she got embarrassed gone... by a child, and this is what your response is. It's a little much. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> like, damn, she was very prideful, huh? <laughs> uh, I guess her ego did not get stroked that night. I guess not. It was unstroked enough that she went on a crazy rampage. And she, so her thing is that she is seeking revenge on the Ashen family, which explains why, because the cop shows up at some point to tell Mm -hmm. Jamie, hey, you're not supposed to be here because it's an active investigation. And he takes the doll, Billy, Uh with him to his hotel room and nothing happens to him. That is correct. So that explains that, you know, she's only targeting the Ashen family. Well, not the Ashen family only, because we do find out that the entire town is really completely pretty much dilapidated itself because yeah. they do pan through Raven's Fair. And you yeah. can see that it's a town that's all bordered, boarded up. Yeah. And apparently she took her not only on the Ashen family, she took her revenge out on the town and the people who are there because she blamed them all. Yeah. Obviously, the Ashen family more so because they were mostly responsible for actively killing her. They were the, the town head responsible. Anything. No, the, the, I think the town participated. Right. Yes. Right. So, you know. Mary Shaw does kill Henry. Uh, I thought this scene was fun where he goes under the crawl space of, of the house of the yeah. morgue mortician house. Yeah. Um. So she kills him now. Poor mm-hmm. guy. He he didn't have anything to do with this. No, he did. Tr- she did trick him into going down there. And and I don't yes. want to cut that scene too short because it's probably the only viable scene that was good in this movie. Yeah, that was really creepy. Yeah, because she was down there using or she was u- using the voice of she's a Marion. Of course, she can project her voice uh-huh. of, of of Henry's wife, Marion. Yes. Under yes. there. And Marion, just so that everyone understands for some reason, like to hide under the house with her pet raven. Yes, she did. I mean, she was senile. Poor, you know, it's... No, no. I, I just wonder if it was really... Sen- if, if if it was because she was senile or was she actually hiding from her? Because you could... Oh. In a couple of scenes, you would see her actively having a conversation with Mary Shaw. Yes. But you would not see Mary Shaw. 
Exactly. She would talk to Billy too. Mm -hmm. Yes. To both of them, you know, because one and one. I mean, really, Mary is Billy and Billy is. Billy is Mary. Mary. Yeah. True. Mm -hmm. But the scene was great because it was all, of course, dark down there. It reminded me of the visit or the visit maybe was influenced by that scene. You know, it's, it's always scary down there. It's dark. And she tricks him. And of course, the poor old man screams. So she kills him. Yep. Now, one thing that really bothered me about her that made her less creepy was the tongue thing. Mm -hmm. Like having that CGI. Yeah, that looked horrible. Yeah, it was atrociously done. It looked bad. Mm -hmm. First of all, yes. But it was just unnecessary. We get it. They cut your tongue out. So now Mm -hmm. you have an extra long one that looks like a serpent almost. But I think in this situation, it would have been a less is more. You didn't have to do that. I think added an an extra layer of cheesiness to it. Yes. It really did. Yeah. It took away from the scare. It made it look ridiculous. Yeah. She was much more effective just having that cold stare. Mm hmm than having that stupid tongue thing. I agree. hundred percent agree. Yeah. Jamie gets a call from Henry, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. to go to the old theater. So the old theater is where she had her shows and apparently she lived there on top of the theater, kind of like living on top of a bakery kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And Jamie goes, he doesn't find that odd. Why would this little old man tell you to meet at the theater yeah that just didn't make any sense and i have to mention that apparently this theater um was like a castle because it had a moat around it Mm -hmm. there was a bridge that would connect land to the theater like how much money did raven's fair have back in the day to construct this ultra glamorous because it was very grand yeah structure by itself, like how? How? Well, maybe they had some kind of business going on there in their heyday. Maybe. Clearly. Because anyway. it was grand. Yes, it was and, extremely grand. And to get to this, he has to use a motorized boat, and the cop is coming, right. by the way, mm-hmm. with him. And Jamie had already gone one time. So this mm-hmm. is the second time that he's going. And all of a sudden now there's two boats because Jamie gets ahead and he gets there first. Right. And then the cop comes and then he gets on a separate boat. It's like because they have like multiple little boats hanging out there waiting. Right. That was weird. Yeah. He gets there and they both find this literal wall of dolls, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. It, it looked yes. cool. All the creepy ventriloquist creepy. dolls. Yeah, all all 100 of them. Right, because obviously the one is Billy. It was in this scene that when we were panning on the dolls, there was a cool cameo of the the jigsaw doll Mm -hmm. in this scene. It wasn't in the wall of the displays of the dolls. It was this pan shot where he was just like dumped to the side. It was so great to see that. It was cool. I, I it, You saw it right away, and you're really good at catching little things like that. I am more of, I'll just look at the entire scene. Yeah. But you said it, and we had to rewind, because I'm like, no, I want to see it. And yeah. there he is. Just he. If you ever see the scene, 
screen. It, it'll be on your, um, looking at the screen, it'll be on your lower right-hand corner where it's really dark. Yeah. And he just kind of materializes. And he's just sitting there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's really cool. There's a creepy, and I found this scene creepy as well because it, it's a practical shot. It's a clown doll sitting in a rocking chair. Yes. In the corner, just rocking back and forth. It looked creepy because of the lighting. And of course, mm -hmm. the clown doll is creepy. Mary shows up and she reveals to Jamie that the reason she killed Lisa, his wife, was because she was carrying the, the last. last Ashen. This Ashen. is when we find out that she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. And apparently so does he. I, I, yeah, I'm starting to his, think he didn't know. No, his reaction, if she yeah. didn't know, if she was pretending to have a baby bump without knowing about the baby, then he wouldn't know either. Right, right. They, so Lipton, that's the cop, and Jamie pretty much burned the theater. That's mm -hmm. the solution that they come up with. So they're on target, right? They right. burned the theater. But Lipton doesn't make it out. No, which... Then goes against her. I guess maybe she was just on a rampage at that point because yeah. he's threatening her, right, by yeah. burning the place down. Right. So Lipton, yeah, he screams and he gets killed immediately. Yeah, because yeah, they to get to her room, you have to go through this catwalk that's yes. at the very top of the 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 theater, theater stage, mm -hmm. and they're both walking through it, and all of a sudden it just collapses. And Lipton falls. And of course, if you're falling, you're screaming. And that's when he gets it. Yes. Yes. So no lives are spared. Right. <laughs> Jamie falls into the water. He swims for like five hours underwater because he's Aquaman now. And then he <laughs> makes it out to the moat area and he gets out. He makes it out. Yeah. He goes back home to the, the father's home. Mm hmm. He is you know, nobody's responding when he gets there. He gets confronted by Mary, but he throws Billy the doll into the fireplace. Yet again, right, right on track. We're mm -hmm. on target. Right. But here we learn, forgot how we got to this point, but the point is he learns that his dad is actually dead. Yeah. And the current Edward that he sees in the wheelchair has been converted into a doll and they show how the the person like literally carved out his back and his took out spine. his spine yeah and put a wood piece in there to make his mouth move right and what we find out is that ella the new young wife is the ventriloquist mm -hmm. or should i say mary Right. Mary must have possessed this person. Right? I I guess. Did this person, did he marry this woman as who she was? And then when she moved in, did Mary Shaw take over? That's what I'm wondering. Because, yes, Ella is controlling him. And we find out that this is the perfect doll. It seems like Mary Shaw was, she made her own dolls from what I'm gathering. Because mm -hmm. at the beginning, it's the, the intro of the movie is a montage of somebody making a doll. Right. A ventriloquist doll. And it seems like she was on this mission to make the perfect doll out of a human. Right. 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 And and the th wait, let's just back up just a little bit, because when they're at um, when Lipton and Jamie are at the um, mm -hmm. theater, they find the kid who heckled her. 
Oh, right. Turned they into a puppet. His, turned into a puppet and really significantly well done. Yeah. I mean, yes, he was decomposed and all that, but like you, I don't recall seeing like that separation between the, the mouth, the bottom and the yeah. top as much. So she was on her way to perfecting a real lifelike ventriloquist doll. And yes. apparently she passed that skill on to what was her name? Ella? Essa? Ella? What? Ella? Yes. Right. Jamie freaks out, screams, and he gets what we think killed by Ella slash Mary. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great twist. Honestly, I thought yes. I, I didn't even remember it. And I, it was still shocking. Now it's like, oh, that's cool. Yes. But. Who is Ella? Like, if Mary Shaw is dead and it's possessed by Billy, blah, blah. Is she now possessing people, too? Right. Mary, I mean, is she possessing people? I know. You know, it it leaves it with a a hole there that doesn't make much sense. Is she a family member of Mary? Uh, Right. I I was wondering, but they said she had no children. So, right. Obviously, this would be her maybe great, great granddaughter if. Mary Shaw somehow had a child, but they said she didn't. But they said she didn't. So I'm Unless, just like, who are you? That was a disconnect for me there. Yeah, um, yeah. The whole, what is it? Is it Ella? Yes, Ella? Okay. Ella. Ella and Mary. What was the connection there? Agree. That's where I was like, I mean, on top of everything else in this movie, but that the twist was good. But then you're left with like, how does she connect? It doesn't mm-hmm. even make sense. Yeah. Why is she doing this? I have a question or an observation or maybe both. So there's a scene where you're they're back at the at the at the manor and you Mm -hmm. see Ella feeding. Yes. The husband. Mm -hmm. Why? Is it because it's Mary and she's feeding? See, like, why did Mm. she do that? How did she know? Because Jamie came in at that point, I think. Right. Right. How did she know that he was even going to show up and she was feeding him soup? Oh, isn't this delicious soup? Like, why? Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Mary is unhinged. So, yes, I think she sees these dolls as her children. So maybe in this case, it's her mate, but that she's controlling. Okay. So you're treating it like a person, but you're controlling them because they're also dead. Right. Maybe because, yeah, that's a good point. What was the point? It's not like you knew Jamie was going to come over. It would take you forever to set that up. Right. By the time he walked in the door. So I yeah, that scene was also odd. (laughs) Either that or she was just living the lie. You know, that's why I'm saying she could be unhinged or clearly Mm -hmm. she is. But no, not could be. I think she is completely wacko. But I think that took it to the next level, because at the end, why was Mary Shaw trying to create the perfect human doll anyway, if it wasn't to have somebody she can control or manipulate? Oh, she wanted a child, obviously. But that she can manipulate. Well, yes. I mean, she was very manipulative. So maybe she just took it to the next level. And instead of a child, she did it to a man. Well, the Ashen family, well, the Ashen. revenge, she gets a doll out of it and it's revenge. Right. And makes a fool out of everybody. I was going to say, and then it also freaks Jamie out because it's mm-hmm. effective. 
and makes him scream. And then she kills him too. And there is the end of the Ashton family. And now she can make a doll out of everyone. Right. The legacy for the Ashen family is done and she's exacted her revenge. So now what? She just what sits she around and knits? Uh, crochets, knits. I don't know. Well, she has to maintain these dolls, right? right. These human dolls. Yeah. So she's got to make them clothes. Right. She's got to feed them. So she'll be, you know, she'll, she'll be, be busy. busy. She'll okay. be a caretaker. So I guess she'll be using the um the funeral home services, but doing it herself. Because yeah. she killed Henry. I mean, that could have been a good a Renfield for her. True, true. Or um, is Marion going to be Renfield? Did Marion oh, die? She, did she die? No, I don't think so. I don't think she died. I so think they're maybe, friends. Yes, maybe she uses Mary as her very own personal Renfield. That could be. And, you know, she has the manor now. It's in, She can live yeah. there and just live her doll life. Yeah. Literal. Mm-hmm. I guess. All right. That's enough of that movie. Well, we have to go go to our categories now. Yeah, that's what I was going to segue into is uh, music or sound in movie. I noticed none mostly because I just was exasperated by it. But Erica, go ahead. Well, I mean, I I, said this already, but just repeat it. Yes, I did say it earlier that the music did remind me of Saw. And I remember saying, huh, I have to look this up. And lo and behold, it is the composer for Saw. I guess uh, they met with Bashara after, or Bashara, whoever, that guy, (laughs) after for the rest of his Conjuring (laughs) franchise movies. What about best scene? What is your best scene if you have one? The only scene that I enjoyed in this entire movie is the same one that you have. And that's when the um, Henry is going under the house. It reminded me of the the granny crawl in the visit yep. under the house. And it was creepy. That I would say that was the one scene that scared me, uh, scared between quotes, the most. I agree. It was it was executed well because mm-hmm. there was like no lighting and right. scary. Mm-hmm. And the tongue thing is what made it cheapen the scene. But overall, it, it was the best scene of the movie yeah best character i chose mary i'm just just kill everybody it's fine yeah i I didn't like anybody in this movie at all i mean at all maybe henry he was cute okay the old man was cute i'll give you that but he was a best character not really either so i'll go with you on that mary so yeah and best unlikable character i'm gonna go with you on that too billy because i really hate those fucking dolls yeah, he's effective in just being spooky by existing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what character would you be? I I can't. I just no one. You're Henry, I guess. No, you'd be Marion. You'd be Marion. The crazy old lady. The crazy old lady. Okay. Just to uh, make I'll it fun. Just to yeah. make it fun. You'd yeah. be absolutely nobody in this movie. Yeah, I could be Henry. I'll do. I'll do the storytelling. Okay, sure, but you wouldn't have stuck around. Oh, hell no. I wouldn't go under that crawl space. No, that's why I there's no one there that I would pick for you at all. Agree. At it, all. Yeah. I'd probably Marian... even be the kid in the audience heckling her. Yes. Yes, you would. That would be you. <laughs> <laughs> Does it hold up? No. No. That's a no. No. And another no. Damn. Damn. 
No. No. All right. And now. No. No. Our rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. We watch these horror movies, apply our seven rules, see how many were broken or not broken, and if they increase your chances to live or die, Mm -hmm. make your choice. Little saw reference there. Rule Mm -hmm. number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement under a theater, in the water, in the attic. I don't know. A catwalk. You name it. (laughs) Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter? No trespassing. Look spooky. Yep. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. Well, don't go into the crawl space. Yep. Don't that go in on the catwalk. Don't go in the attic. Uh, what else? Did Why are you somebody... going in there? Why did Why... you go to the theater? Right. Yeah, exactly. Why did you continue to go in thinking that Henry was really calling you? Yeah. Like if Henry calls you on the phone and says, I will meet you there. You get into the front and you're calling him and he's not there. I, I don't know. Turn around and get the hell out. And then yeah. he keeps calling you and running away. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, come on, apply some logic here. Yes, I agree. I you could argue make sure the bad guy is dead because Mary's not super dead, but it's supernatural. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I guess supernaturally not. not dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, splitting up. Kind of, but not really, because, I mean, Jamie's kind of on his own the whole time. Pretty much, until Donnie yeah. Wahlberg decides to join him, and then, yeah, then he does. Yeah. So I guess two out of seven in this yeah. one? I think well, so. It doesn't matter. It, it, they all died, so even though there were only two broken, mm-hmm. a lot of everyone died. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Not a happy ending, which is great. I like not happy endings in horror movies, but... Since this was a non-event to me, I really couldn't care less one way or the other. And last but not least, Scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? I put five out of five. I actually was pretty jumpy with this one. I will agree with you because of my ears. And you (laughs) fell for the cheap shots in the movie. I did. You did. did. I'm I'm easy to fool. But you don't like it. No. No. So there you go. We you know, rent- if we if we had hold on before you go on to that stuff, if if we had a rating system like one to a hundred or I one am. to ten, one okay, to ten is easier. Okay, one to <laughs> ten, I would give this a negative one hundred. Oh my god, negative yeah. one hundred, negative ten. No, negative one hundred. It, wow. it it far exceeds a ten. Should a we add a rating 10. system? I don't know. I like our scream award. What okay. about you guys out there? Do you think we should be rating? giving it a rating, or just leave it as is. Let's see. Hopefully somebody, yeah. Let us know in uh, in any of our Instagram posts or Facebook posts that uh, are about dead silence. Let us know if you think we should add a rating system, and we will. We right. we rented this movie on Amazon. You can also rent it on Apple TV, Vudu, YouTube, and Redbox at your own discretion. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't spend a dollar on this shit ever again. Damn. I wouldn't even watch it if it was free with commercial interruptions or no. Com- no. Never. Oh, man, this is rough. You're rough. 
Yeah, I the more I thought about I thought maybe going into our talking about this movie, I might actually convince myself that there was something about it that I liked aside uh-huh. from the under the house thing. No, it actually pissed me off more. Now that I see that we rented it, I remember yeah, no, even less. All righty. Well, <laughs> I I didn't like it either, but I will point out, I'll at yeah. least come in with some positives. Okay. Small positives. I think the story is a good basis for a haunting story. Agreed. I liked it. I like I will agree. The yes. idea, even though I think her revenge is a bit much over one kid, but the point mm-hmm. is it's a good story. Um just the the execution and acting. I, I mean, the whole movie had this weird blue filter on it, teal. Yeah. Which actually cheapened it. It just it made everything look like a set, which it probably was, but it just made it really stand yeah, out. It brought out the steadiness of it. Yeah. Especially in the cemetery. Yes, very much. Wow, so. did it show there? It, it did. was bad. The um, house, the manor looked real. Great. That was yeah. probably the only thing that looked pretty real. Mm-hmm. I did like the twist at the end. Yes. And it made me really think about James Wan movies, except for The Conjuring. They all have some kind of little twist Twist? at the end. Mm -hmm. Saul has one. Insidious has one. Malignant has one. Annabelle Creation kind of has one. Like, they all have some kind of twist to them. Right. Which is pretty cool i was thinking about that when we did watch the movie and i do like the fact that i it does not have a happy ending i did like that as well but again it's because of the way this movie was executed that it just falls so flat i -hmm. wish he would now that he has more resources i would Mm -hmm. say can he remake this and just make it better let me remake my dud of a movie yeah because it it has potential for me at least. Like I okay, would be I'm down. Gonna, I'm gonna change my my rating of negative one hundred <laughs> based on everything that you said. Some of those redeemable facts. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna give it a negative ninety nine. Wow! By what? Come on. Nope. That's I it. gave some good points. <laughs> you did give good points, and that's what it results in. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take. I, it. I do. I'm seriously though. I do agree. The plot. The idea behind it was cool with the with that little rhyme and all that. Yeah. But I, I gotta tell I think what really bugged me about this movie, and I said it the minute it started, is how horrible the acting was. Yeah. You it couldn't just, connect to anybody. No, I, I I couldn't care less what happened to any of those characters. Maybe Henry, the mortician, and his poor senile wife. And that's a maybe. Yeah. I hear you. you. Know, that that's about it. I just I didn't care. I was not invested in any of these characters at all. And and then and that's a result of really bad acting. Because you could have a poor script, okay? A poor plot. But if you have some good acting, you could, could save it. You could save it or at least say not give it a negative 100 <laughs> out of 10. Mm-hmm. Right. Rough. I don't right. think you've ever said this. No, I don't think so. Uh, Not so even th- for Friday the 13th. No, because at least that made me laugh. Mm. Okay. You know. <laughs> Kevin yeah, it Bacon. did. Well, like. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Come on. It made me laugh. It this did. Had, it did nothing 
for me at all. I know. I hear you. I, I agree. Can I say that enough? Just no. Don't watch it. Just listen to our podcast. It's way more entertaining than the movie. <laughs> we literally <laughs> told you everything anyway. So yeah, you don't really need to see it. Trust me, it sucks. And yes, that teal shit color that they gave to it was horrible. It really translated <laughs> into making the more. Oh, my God. It just made it a horrible, horrible experience. And that's how we finish May Hauntings. With, that's... <laughs> with dead silence. Okay. Okay. And next month is <laughs> June, which is your month, Mom. That's my birthday month. So and... it is going to be your picks. Yes. And I've got some good picks. Actually, I am revisiting our season one of Horror Cafe podcast. So I'm going to give it away right now so that you all can get ready and maybe give us some comments and feedback in um, in the socials. And we will be watching 28 weeks later. Mm -hmm. And we're going to watch Sinister Part 2. Oh, God. And we might throw in a bonus. I I'm still undecided yet. Depends on how the month pans out. But there might be a couple of bonuses in there. I think we should do a bonus. Okay. I'm uh, for it. It's hard to not convince me, especially if I already have one in mind. So I know you do. <laughs> we'll see you in June. Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. Make sure you also check out our YouTube channel, Horror Cafe Gaming, where I, Erica, live stream horror video games. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. That'll really help us out. And you can also visit our website and listen to our episodes there. You can find us at horrorcafepodcast.com. And if you're so inclined, drop us a snail mail, which is now email at info at horrorcafepodcast.com. We love getting emails and we do reply. Or you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. And until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.